Welcome to Dodgers Daily. Casey Porter here. It is a celebration today as the Dodgers, they went big. Otani, $700 million. He is going to don the Dodgers uniform. He is going to be the DH for the Dodgers. And he is a guy that can, hey, he's going to elevate everything around this organization. As prestigious as the Dodgers are, they are one of the most iconic, not just baseball organizations of any organization of any sport. That Dodgers logo, the Dodgers script, the Dodgers brand, it is one of the biggest brands and biggest deals out there. And Otani, he is going to do nothing but just make that brand increase and increase and increase. We're going to have a hell of a good time tonight talking about Shohei Otani. Austin, he is, I think he's actually on the road right now. Coach Holt's on the road. And so I am by myself. So I, I'm i pretty pumped up and, and I'm really looking forward to having a really good crowd tonight. Wish I could have hopped on a little bit earlier, but I had a lot of fun things to do that I wanted to get done uh, anyway, so hey, we are here and we are going to talk Shohei Otani. We're going to talk Yoshinobu Yamamoto. We're going to talk Corbin Burns. We're going to talk Tyler Glass now, Dylan Cease. We're going to talk about all of it because Dodgers fans, your front office just showed you they are all in. I've been bitching and moaning nonstop since the end of the season last year about the Dodgers not winning in the playoffs and that they had to do something in this offseason because I'm tired of losing and look at what they have done. Guys, there is no way that anybody can complain now about Andrew Friedman. There's nobody that can complain now about this front office. Even if you're the type of person, and I have heard this out there, that's like $700 million, $70 million a year. Man, they could have gotten this. They could have gotten that. For, even if you're that kind of guy, you have to be super pumped that your front office showed you that they are all in and they are just as tired about losing as you are. And yes, this is going to put butts in the seat. Yes, this probably is going to increase the, the, the price of a beer. This is probably going to increase the price of parking and tickets and, and jersey sales and, and all like that. But it also is going to increase the Dodgers' chance of winning another World Series. And say what you want, 2020 was awesome, but it would be great to put another one in the trophy case that was not part of a COVID-shortened season that actually has home games and has full crowds in the stands. That would be really cool, too. Hey, I want to hear your thoughts. I am so pumped about this. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was very worried. I I thought that, that that Toronto had a very good chance. I even tweeted out that there's a lot that Toronto has to offer Shohei Otani that could be a very good fit for him. I thought, you know, with Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and just kind of the way that they can build pieces. And that's an organization that when they get on a roll, they've shown they can win world championships. They haven't had a lot of success in the playoffs lately, but they have been they have actually at least been there and you kind of felt like you could convince Otani that he might be the missing link to that. So you had that going for you. You had the fact that, hey, maybe the Toronto media, he'll be able to dictate how it's handled and controlled and all the narrative with the way that, that things went down towards the end of his Angels career. Then also, it's like a, the national team as far as baseball goes in Toronto. He's pretty much the national figure for Japan. So 
there were a lot of parts of this that had me very, very concerned. And, you know, I honestly, I tweeted out, I didn't know how this was going to go until I actually read how it was going to, how it actually went down. I still didn't know. It was one of the most exciting, one of the most down-to-the-wire situations that I have ever seen. And it almost feels like the Dodgers have won a game tonight or something. It's like that euphoric, giddy, fun feeling right now. Like the Dodgers really, really accomplished something really awesome. So it is really, really cool. Having said that, the Dodgers, they can't be done. I think the front office showed you that they aren't done. I think their sights now are on two, not just veteran pitchers. I think their sights are on two top-of-the-line top of start type of starters. The first guy that they're going to target, no doubt about that, is Yoshinobu Yamamoto. We will get into him a little bit more as of late. The first thing that I wanted to address, though, was the, the Dodgers Nation article and the Dodgers Nation coverage of what happened yesterday. And I'll tell you this right now. I know D-Mac, and I know him pretty well, been on his show a couple of times. But more than that, I just know the type of, of content creator and the type of reporter. And more than you guys would realize, I know the type of sources and the validity that he puts behind knowing what he knows. And hey, trust me, this guy, DMAC, he knows a lot more than he puts out. He is super, super responsible about putting out things that he will stick behind. I will say this. I give Dodgers Nation credit. They had a source, and their source to the – I think when they reported what they did, everything was accurate. I think it was accurate all the way up until it wasn't. These things are fluid. So I have absolutely no issues with the way they covered what they did. I have no issues with the fact – that they defended what they did, and I will say this, Dodgers Nation, and I don't know uh, I don't know any of the other guys, but as far as, as Doug McCain goes, D-Mac, he is the best, the best, hands down, Dodgers content creator out there on the market, period, in a discussion, from the, the sources that he has to the access that he has to just the overall his handle on, on how things are going to the entertainment value, what he provides. I wanted to make sure and address that as a, you know, I guess I'm media. I don't know what you would call what I am. I'm more of, of kind of an analyst. I think that I'm more and than and, and as far as a media guy goes, but Hey, I, I wanted to say, I did not lose any respect for them. As a matter of fact, I, I, I just have, I, you know, like I said, I, I just think Doug McCain does just a wonderful job over there, and that did not change my mind whatsoever. So I wanted to get that out of the way, and as I did, now let's get into let's get into some of your thoughts on Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Let's get into your thoughts on Shohei Otani. Let's get into your thoughts on all of this. This was a huge success for the Dodgers, and it's obvious that they were not going to it's almost like it got personal and we talked we heard all the way back to last year with David Vassay hey they're going to back the the Brinks truck up to, to sign Shohei Otani the Dodgers are this big dog in the sports scene they're a team that has this perception that they're they're elite cream of the crop type thing they were not going to be be outbid now at the end of the day it is up to the player to – you can't make a player come to you in free agency. It's up to them. If there's a different fit somewhere else that works better for them, 
That's just how it is. But the Dodgers were going to put their head down and, and lay down and put their head on the pillow at night if Shohei Otani would have picked somewhere else. They knew that they could at least put their head down and sleep at night because they were going to do everything they could for the Dodgers fans, for the Dodgers brand, and for this organization to bring Shohei Otani home, and they did it. Congratulations, Andrew Friedman. Congratulations, Dodgers fans. You have just picked up maybe the most important free agent in the history of baseball. And I'm not one that likes to exaggerate. I'm not sure I am exaggerating there. I think the money figures $700 million, of which that's not a problem. The money part of it's going to be backloaded. And with just jersey sales, the branding market, and the international market, he is going to make that money up for the Dodgers plus some. So the money part of it, also, the Dodgers still have plenty of money to spend this year. They still have plenty of money to go out and get two pitchers like they need to win a World Series. I'm going to say it again. I said it on Twitter. I said it on our last show. There is no doubt about it that Shohei Otani was the most important piece to get, if for no other reason, just perception. You've been going after him for a year and a half now, and it just would have looked like you had egg on your face if you didn't get him. You got the Dodgers fans excited. It would have been a huge letdown. If for no other reason, he was obviously the biggest target from that perspective, but I'm going to say it again, I still don't think he's the biggest piece to the Dodgers winning a 2024 World Series. I think still getting a number one starter is that piece, so we'll have to. Yes, that is right, Hep. The money is deferred. That is 100% correct. That I was, that's what I was talking about earlier. That's why this is a great deal. It's obviously Shoei Otani got paid. He got his bag. He got everything. But he also worked in a way to where it's obvious to anybody that saw this, he did what he could within the confines of getting paid what he did. Of, of trying to help a situation to where the Dodgers still can't go out and get other guys, get other pieces to win a World Series. This guy proved to me that he is hungry to win. He will do it at any cost. And Shohei Otani now is a Dodger. Otani mania. There are some people that aren't, you know, I, I've heard the, the, about the, the biggest, the biggest negative I've heard is that it's too much money. Not going to listen to that. There is no such thing as too much money for a brand like Shohei Otani, not to mention, like we said just a minute ago, this money is deferred. The Dodgers still have plenty of money to go out and get whoever they need to go get, and and Dodgers fans, and Dodgers fans. If it's not a big enough deal just to get Otani by himself, this is going to get the ball rolling. This is going to make all the other free agents. This is going to make a Corbin Burns. This is going to make a Tyler Glass now. This is going to make, of course, I know those are trade targets. This is going to make the free agents like a Yoshinobu Yamamoto think, huh, the Dodgers, they just got Shohei Otani. Well, they are damn sure going to win the World Series next year if I go be a Dodger. This is what that, it's like in a recruiting class for a college. It's like one big name, one big five-star quarterback he signs with the team. The next thing you know, he's recruiting everybody else to come in with him because now these other players, hey, they got the quarterback. They're going to win a national title. I want to be a part of that. Shohei Otani is going to do that too. The Dodgers now have a better chance at going and getting whoever else they need on the pitching market because they signed Shohei Otani. 
I am so excited. If you can't tell how excited I am, uh, obviously. But like I said, I, I, I've said for for months upon matter going all the way back to the trade deadline, the Dodgers, they have to get a number one starting pitcher. And getting Shohei Otani is going to make that substantially, substantially, substantially easier. Okay, his seventy million dollars a year—it's all deferred to seven hundred million. So the the money that the Dodgers are going to pay him this year is in no way, shape, or form going to get in the way of signing pitchers. And like I said, it's going to create momentum that other pitchers are going to want to come to the Dodgers just that much more, as if they didn't want to to begin with. Now they have that added extra incentive, knowing that the Dodgers lineup is that much more stacked knowing that if they do come to the Dodgers, they are that much more in line to win a World Series title. This is all just outstanding. This is all just awesome. This is all just something that I am so excited about. I'm not sure that I have been, other than actually watching the Dodgers win a World Series or win a specific event, I'm not sure there's ever been a period of time as a Dodgers fan that I have been this excited about something that happened that wasn't on the field. So super pumped and super excited about the crowd that we have tonight. Let's get to the crowd and let's get some thoughts. It is late here in Oklahoma. It's about 10, 15 in Oklahoma where I sit. So we're going to go as long as you guys would like. I am so excited that you guys decided to hop on. Hey, we did. Yeah, we win. Random. Ah, okay. Random says this still doesn't feel real. Yes, this is real. Here's the thing about it. It's not going to, so don't get worried if it's not official. And here's why you don't get worried about that. The Dodgers now have 42 men that need to be on a 40-man roster. So there have to be to get Otani and Kelly on officially, officially on the roster. There have to be two guys removed. There's two ways to do that. You can either go move, remove Victor Gonzalez and Brian Hudson and DFA those two to clear the spot, or... Or you can go get Corbin Burns and make a trade, and you can remove two guys off of the 40-man roster via a trade. So don't get worried if this thing's not official. It's not going to be official for a while, and it's not. it can't be official until the Dodgers figure out how they clear those two 40-man spots. So that is not something that Dodgers fans need to worry about. This thing is real. It's going to happen, and it is going to, in my opinion, create a snowball that is going to give the Dodgers fans and this organization the offseason that they have been waiting for. You know, hey, this team has not won a World Series since 2020. They've only won one since 1988, and this front office is fed up. This is the offseason they've been waiting for, and they have struck. Dodgers fans need to be super excited about it, and they need to be pumped heading into this offseason. It was worth the wait. The winter meetings, you weren't exactly sure what to make of those. They were slow, not a whole lot going on. It was worth the wait. I would certainly say that is the case. Now all in for a Rose Arena and Glass now. I would love that, Charlie Dodger. That would be a dream come true. You put Randy a Rose Arena in left field. You put Johnny DeLuca in right field, and you platoon him. And Jason Hayward, you move Mookie Betts to second base, and you figure out a way to get Michael Bush and Miguel Vargas 
either traded in that trade so they have a chance at a major league career as well, or you just figure out a way to get them at bats as well. And don't forget, you also have Gavin Lux, who is coming. That's another factor of this. You have Gavin Lux, who's coming back in this lineup that you didn't have last year. So it's almost like adding him as another free agent injection into this lineup as well. And we know that Gavin Lux, when he's on, he can be very dynamic. He has great speed. He can be that that base dealer, great base runner, fast base runner, dynamic guy that I've been talking about. So if you can't tell, guys, I'm pretty pumped. This is an exciting moment to be a Dodgers fan. This is what we have been waiting for. Hep C says we got the biggest fish of them all. We did, Hep. We did. The Dodgers did it. I've never been more proud to be a Dodgers fan. I've never been more excited. I have said it over and over and over about Andrew Friedman. They will make the move. They're not afraid to spend money if it makes sense to them. This makes total sense. If for no other reason, like, again, I'm going to say it. Even if you're one of the fans that are like, hey, $700 million, $70 million, I know it's deferred and all that. Even if it wasn't, if you're a fan that says that's too much money because we should have used that money to go get a pitcher, that's not going to get in the way. You're still going to have the money to get those pitchers. There is nothing, nothing to criticize about this deal. There is nothing to be negative about. There is nothing. Nobody should be saying, yes, this is an overpay. I told you on the last show whether it be via trade or via free agency, is a DH worth $700 million? Who knows? If you ask the GM, you know, with all these – the funny part about this, in this day and age with all the analytics in baseball, where they can evaluate this, they can evaluate that, there is no such thing as an analytic to actually tell if is a guy actually worth $700 million? There's no way to actually do those calculations. So is it an overpay? Uh, what is an overpay? That that's up. I mean, that's subjective. That the beauty is in the, in the eye of whatever beholder that you want to have there. So, as far as the overpay part of it goes, who knows? That's not a reason to criticize this, though. That's not a reason to be negative because, again, this money is going to be deferred. Shohei Otani is going to make up that seven hundred million plus for the Dodgers, and still the Dodgers have plenty of room to go get what they need on this roster this year to win a World Series. A Rose Arena in left field, then a platoon in right field of Johnny DeLuca, Jason Hayward. You have James Altman in center field. Hayward can also spill him a couple of times, and you can kind of make a rotation like that. And then you get Glass now to the Dodgers, who he threw 120 innings last year, and you only need really you know one good year out of him. I think if you get your rookies going, and then also you're going to get Shohei Otani back in 2024, and I think if you win a World Series this year and Walker Buehler pitches really well, you probably re-sign him too. So then in 2025, you could be looking at Shohei Otani, you could be looking at Walker Buehler, and then a Ryan Pepio and a Bobby Miller and an Emmett Sheehan that aren't rookies anymore. That is a future Dodgers that you could win four, five World Series in the next 10 years. Easy. That's the type of situation that this front office has put the Dodgers in. I do think this Shohei Otani signing is, is the signing that gets you over the top. It gets the momentum. It gets the good feels back. It gets people excited. And it is all 
Good. Got 41 guys in the roster now, theoretically. Yeah, I think it's 42. I think with Joe Kelly and Shoei Otani, that makes 42. That's two spots, I do believe. John Cozy says Yamamoto, Glass now, and Arosa Rena time. I've said it. I don't want the back end reclamation guy. If you go get the back end reclamation guy to be the four or five starter, I'd rather throw one of your prospects out there. I would rather pitch Kyle Hurt. I'd rather pitch Emmett Sheehan. I'd rather pitch Nick Frasso. Don't go get the reclamation guy. Go get two frontline starters. Go get Yamamoto and Glass now. Go get Yamamoto and Cease. Go get Yamamoto and Burns. Go get two frontline guys. There's enough money there. Plus, even if it's not, you're the Dodgers. Nothing, nothing can replace winning a world championship. You now have Shohei Otani. You go get two frontline starters. Now Bobby Miller's your number three. Now Ryan Pepio is your number four. Now Emmett Sheehan, Kyle Hurt, Nick Frasso, Landon Knack, all these guys, and then maybe Clayton Kershaw. The advantage, again, to Clayton Kershaw is that he doesn't have to sign his deal until spring training, and the advantage of that is at that point, that's the point where you could put – you can put Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin on the 60-man. So then you wouldn't even have to clear a spot on the 60-man to get Clayton Kershaw uh, on the 40-man. Or excuse me, the 40, you put him on the 60-day. Then you wouldn't even have to clear a spot for Clayton Kershaw. He goes immediately on the 40-man because Dustin May and Gonsolin get put on the 60-day IL in spring training. Now you got Clayton Kershaw. You got, you got, you got all the, the prospects in that five-slot. That's how you set this thing up. That's how you set yourself up to where it is just airtight. It would, uh, it, I mean, it would almost take a disaster at that point not to at least make the World Series. And if you're a Dodgers fan, the prospects of that have to be super exciting because your front office, Andrew Friedman, and everybody else just showed you that they are all in. How does that feel, Dodgers fans? How does it feel to know that your front office, I've heard over and over and over, they like to shop at the nickel and dime shop. They don't like to spend, which never made sense to me. Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, unit. Well, they re-signed Clayton Kershaw last year. Yes, they do go out and get reclamation projects, but that's because you have to do that to supplement the big-time contracts. So for every 10-year contract, you better root for a prospect to come up that is a very controllable, cheap player to balance that out. This front office has always spent, but it's always had to make sense to them. This one finally did. Now you know what else makes sense? Cap it off. Get everything that you need. Don't, you know, if you're, you're going to buy that car and you say, hey, I'm going to overpay for this, go get every, every detail you want. Get it all. You're overpaying anyways, right? Now let's get it all. Let's let's not leave. The last thing you want to do is leave that lot with a car that's very, very expensive that you're still driving down the road going, man, I wish I would have got this. Man, I wish. I'd... Don't do that. Get it all. Drive down the road going, gosh, dang, this is perfect. There is, uh, there, there is nothing on this that I can critique. There's nothing on this that I can complain about. This is exactly what I want. Do that. Do that if you're the Dodgers. Don't stop short. Don't stop now. You have the momentum. The snowball is, is going downhill in your favor. The big one was Shohei Otani. He is going to show every other free agent out there 
that this front office is ready to win a World Series, come on to the Dodgers, put on that jersey, and let's go kick some ass. How does that sound? I can't wait. Let's hook it up. I wish the season started tomorrow. That's how excited I am about it. Dodgers Nation was used to juice size of the contract. Hep C says Otani's camp leaked to JP that Shohei was going to Toronto to up the Dodgers offer. I wouldn't doubt that. I can tell you this. The Dodgers Nation would not have reported if they weren't correct at what they reported. Whatever information they got, it was from a reputable source. They ran with it like they should have, and they stood by it like they should have because the person they got it from, the source they got it from, there's no reason why they shouldn't have. If things are fluid and they change, then they change. That doesn't mean they made a mistake or that they were wrong. So uh, I just I have zero issues with what Dodgers Nation did. I know the people over there. They are reputable people. They're the absolute best Dodgers site out there, in my opinion, as far as content when you look at all the different platforms. They do a wonderful job. D-Mac is just – his Dodgers dugout show is incredible. If you're a Dodgers fan and you don't follow Doug McCain, if you don't watch his shows, then in my opinion, you're absolutely missing out because he's fantastic. He has all the – all the details, he's in the he's in the clubhouse, he's around the guys, he knows the game, he, he knows the people there, and he is he, he wants to be right, and he wants to be good, and he wants to be entertaining. So I I I left this with 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 nothing other than than how I have I've always felt about Dodgers Nation, and that is they are a great coverage site for the day. And hey, I love I love watching content about the Dodgers. I love reading about and watching D-Mac and all the Dodgers Nation shows myself. So that's kind of how I feel about that. D-Mac didn't put it out. The company he broadcast put it out, so I don't get why he is getting all the BS. Well, it's it's just all kind of the, part of the Dodgers Nation, and D-Mac is so good that he's kind of the, the, the head of that. He, he's the face for Dodgers Nation right now, so that's kind of why that happens. But, again, I'm telling you, man, you get information from a source, your source is credible, you run with it, and you deal with it. If things change, they change. But that is not that is not any fault of yours. Okay, so DJ Jesse Yamamoto may be next. I think it's got to be – I think it's got to keep going. It's got to keep going. It can't stop. If it's not Yamamoto, it's got to be Glass now. If it's not Glass now, then it's got to be Burns. If it's not Burns, then it's got to be Cease. The snowball has to keep getting bigger right here. You have what's called momentum, okay? And what is momentum? That means, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we say offense is contagious. I'm so excited. I'm about to hyperventilate. If you can't tell, I'm trying to gasp for air here. But it's it's almost like, you know, hey, you, you have that big inning because hitting is contagious. And so one guy does one good thing, and then everybody gets excited. All of a sudden, you get all this momentum. Next thing you know, you put up a five spot on the board. That's what the Dodgers need to do. They have a big inning set up. Let it eat. This snowball can't stop. This snowball has to keep getting bigger, and it has to be so big by the time it gets to the bottom of the mountain that there is no team that can stop that snowball when it's on its way down and on its way to its mark, which is a World Series championship. Got to keep going. This is great. Signing Shoei Otani is awesome. It's super exciting. I am so pumped about the Dodgers signing Shohei Otani. It can't be all the Dodgers do. This can't be the end of it. Keep going. 
put your foot to the pedal and finish this offseason. Let's go, baby. I wish we were playing tomorrow. The money deferred, yeah, no doubt about it. Otani Mania, we have a lot of comments here. We have a wonderful lobby. John says Yamamoto Glass now and a Rosarina time. Yes, no doubt about it. Yamamoto, okay, here we go. So the money's deferred. Yes, Yamamoto and trade for Rosarino plus uh, a glass now. Yeah, that would be great. If you got Yamamoto, a Rosarina, and glass now, Charlie Dodger, I'll tell you what, man. That would be maybe the most epic offseason in the history of baseball. Shohei Otani, Yoshinibu Yamamoto, uh, Randy Rosarina, and Tyler Glass now in the same offseason. That's not out of reach either, guys. That's how big you need to be thinking. Hey, you know, you always set your goals really high, and maybe if you don't reach your goals, and you but you almost reach them, but you, that's still better than everybody else. So set your goals that high. See how high you can get. See how far you can go. I like the way that you're thinking there. And as we keep going here, I can see a trade or trades coming. Dodgers need to make room on the roster. That is correct, DJ. I think they do have a couple of guys that they could DFA. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I have said from the start, though, I've always said the cleanest way to clear spots on your 40-man. We had this show about three shows ago. We spent a long time. You can go back into the archives. It's about three shows ago. We talked about the 40-man roster. We talked about all the guys that were DFAable and all the guys that we actually put in, in order, which guys we thought would get DFA'd first. And Brian Hudson was at the top of my list, then Victor Gonzalez. Then we went down the list from there. So if you want to go back and check that out, you can watch that show. I only say that to say I've said forever that the trade market is better for the Dodgers because they have a whole bunch of 25-year-old prospects right now that are Major League ready. That if you wait a year or two to do something with them, they're not going to have any more value. A 27-year-old with no Major League experience I don't care if they throw it 300 miles an hour. They don't have value. Right now, all these 25-year-olds, they still have peak value. But that's getting So that value has been going up. But at this point now, after 25, it's going to start doing this. And it's going to, if they don't have major league experience, it's going to start doing that. So right now is the time to cash in on all this prospect capital. And I say that as a guy that, that loves covering these prospects. I say that because then a Nick Frasso, then a Landon Knack, then a Gavin Stone or a Kyle Hurt, they have a path to the major leagues to have a better chance to be a consistent major leaguer, and it is a win-win for everybody. The Dodgers get the pitcher or whoever it is in return that they want. They get the 40-man spots cleared. And the guys that are sent away, they get a cleaner path to the major leagues. It is a win, win, win. So I hope the Dodgers, I hope they seek the trade market first. I hope that's their first option. The trade market would be a Corbin Burns type guy, uh, you know, a Tyler Glass now for a one-year type contract. You're going to overpay. If you feel you got Otani. I have no problems if you overpay for a number one type starter. If you want to go overpay for a Corbin Burns, go do it. If you want to go overpay for Tyler Glass now, go do it. Because here's the deal. It's going to be an overpay. The way that this wild card has set things up now, everybody feels like they have a chance to win. Therefore, teams are less willing 
to get rid of their great pieces because how can you, whenever the, there's so many teams that make the playoffs now, how can you look at your fan base and say, hey, we're serious about winning, but we're going to get rid of our best player, although almost everybody makes the playoffs nowadays. How can you say that? So the only way that, that you can get rid of a, a Corbin Burns or a Tyler Glass now is if you get so many prospects in return that your fan base goes, okay, well, that makes sense. You had to do it, right? So that that's why this market now with the way the wild card sets up, we saw it with the trade deadline. It's the same way in the offseason. You are going to overpay, whether it be in free agency or in the trade market, for whoever you go get. So don't overpay for a, a number five starter. Don't overpay for a reclamation project a reclamation project that's just going to get in the way of Kyle Hurt and Nick Frasso. Don't do that. Overpay for the guy that's going to go to the front of the line. Overpay for the guy that's going to be the number one starter. Go get two number one starters. Okay, that's where you overpay. That's the only way that overpaying makes sense for this Dodgers. The only way overpaying makes sense for the Dodgers is to get Shohei Otani. It doesn't make sense to overpay for just your average, everyday average guy. And everybody is an overpay now, not just the big guys. So that's where I'm at on that. Some more comments. Pitching, I can't emphasize. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Tommy, man. Hey, it is great to see you in this lobby. Tommy Nacarado, one of the absolute best baseball human beings on earth, no doubt about it. We communicate, Kate quite a bit on Facebook. I do believe this is the first time I've seen you join the lobby here for a live show. Tommy, thank you so much for joining us. Super fun to have you in here. Pitching, I can't emphasize pitching. No doubt about it, we're all on the same wavelength there. Do you think this increases Yamamoto signing with the Dodgers? Wait, I think you are just answering this as I write. Yes, Fernando, I did. Otani deferred for Yamamoto. No doubt Japanese women are changing from Angels fans to Dodgers fans. No doubt. The money, seven hundred million, it's unbelievable. Even if it wasn't deferred, that's a that's a I mean that that's a bag, right? Okay. But Otani, his brand, his marketability, it I mean, it's he's going to make that money back for the Dodgers and some. This isn't about the money. Plus it is deferred, so now you have plenty of money to go get Yamamoto, whoever you need. This is a win win all across the board. There is nothing about this that isn't a win. Nothing. Not anything. I can't. I know I've said that over and over, and I tend to ramble when I'm super excited or super pissed or super fun. Right now, it's my super excited mode, so I tend to ramble and repeat. That's fine. <laughs> I'm excited, and uh, we're all having a hell of a good time tonight, rejoicing in the fact that the Dodgers got Otani. Otani will be involved in the recruitment of Yamamoto. That's exactly what I'm saying, Hep. No doubt about it. No other team has that ability. I totally agree. I think he puts you at the front of the line to get Yamamoto. I think this was big on all of those accounts. And then if you get Yamamoto and you're Tyler Glass now, you're like, damn, man, I'd like to be a part of that. Or if you're Corbin Burns and you're not real happy with the Brewers, you're like, damn, I'd like to be a Dodger now, man. Look at that team, right? That's what this does, man. This is absolutely huge. Pablo Martinez, thank you so much for joining our live tonight. I haven't been this excited about getting a player since we traded for Manny Ramirez. Welcome to Otaniwood. Yes, sir. Shoei Otani, this, this is the most exciting signing for, <clears throat> for me since I've been a Dodgers fan, which dates back to about 1987. Of course, I grew up in Oklahoma. 
the I loved all the Dodgers Yankees series, and then the Kirk Gibson the that was ninety eight or eighty eight. Obviously, that was really when it kind of solidified me that I was a diehard Dodger fan at that point. So, yeah, this is the most excited I've been for something that that isn't on the field related. No doubt about that. I have a feeling Lux is going to be traded for Burns and Adamas. That's fine. I I, I like Gavin Lux. I got to see him several times in Tulsa and Oklahoma City. I got to see his 2019 where he hit like 470 for two months in AAA. He was unbelievable. He was hitting home runs. He was hitting doubles. He was stealing bases. He was the number one shortstop prospect in the game. And so I have a total amount of faith in him. I like his speed. I think his agility and his sideways movement. Lateral movement will come back with his ACL. I'm not worried about that. I love the left-handed stick. I love his dynamics. I like having the fact that that you have Gavin Lux at shortstop with the insurance of knowing that you have you have Mickey Rowe behind him to back him up and to mentor him and to ease him into that that shortstop role. I think it sets up perfect for the Dodgers. I don't think that's the move right now. I think that they're going to get a shortstop to play every day is more of a move that's a midseason trade deadline type move. But yes, I would love, no doubt, to get Corbin Burns on the pitching side of things no doubt about that and even if you have to well you're gonna have to overpay overpay for corbin burns that's fine overpay for the guys that go to the front of the line charlie dodger says tell us how you really feel hello yeah we're 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 i'm pretty excited to be a dodgers fan right now no doubt about it well we'll probably see otani jerseys tomorrow fc wins the press conference again it, it who knows when it's going to be official because you still have to clear those two spots on the 40-man to even get him signed on. So I'll be interesting to see what the what the next move is as far as clearing those two spots, whether it be through trade or it be through DFAing players. I, like I said, I've already mentioned who are the guys that are the biggest candidates to be DFA'd if you go that way. Will Dodgers trade Barnes or DFA? DJ, I don't think Barnes is a trade candidate for the simple fact that I, I'm not sure – who would take on Barnes? I don't think they will DFA him. It is a possibility. I've been surprised before. So don't quote me on that. I have no inside information on that, and I, nobody does. Nobody nobody has inside information on whether the, the organization would, would DFA Austin Barnes because there's no way any anybody who has any knowledge of that would have told anybody other than maybe the one or two people that were in that room because they're they're wondering if it's going to have to come to that. That's why I think they're 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 probing out trade targets and seeing what they can do in the trade market before they ever have to even tackle who the DFA guys would be at that point. Fernando, maybe this increases the Dodgers' chances of players asking for a trade to the Dodgers. I totally agree. This is all about recruitment. P- the players now they see this momentum for the Dodgers. They're going to want to be a part of this historic team. They, they're going to want to play with Shohei Otani. They're going to play with Mookie Betts. They're going to want to play with probably probably the best roster in all of baseball, definitely the best roster in the National League, and especially if they come to the Dodgers. So if you're Corbin Burns and you're thinking, well, if I go to the Dodgers, well, damn, they're damn sure the best team in baseball now, right? That's how you're thinking. That's how important this is. I mean, who doesn't want to play with Otani, something they can tell their grandchildren? Mr. Johnson, 77, thank you so much for joining. 
I certainly appreciate it. I put this thing together at the last moment. I've been enjoying my Saturday. I've had a wonderful day. Wife and I went and ate some chicken at a place called Roosters about 40 minutes from here. We had a wonderful evening, so I'm so glad that you guys hung in there and decided to join as I put this out late late and last minute this is super fun for me so mr john rod 77 thank you so much for joining you can't get rid of barnes because you need a backup catcher that backup catcher could be could be it uh, could be a hunter fiducia who has just played on uh, placed on the 40-man roster he is very good and the dodgers are great at going out and getting players like a, a tucker barnhart a tony walters that type of quad a type of guy so you, you could put hunter fiducia on on the on the you know as the backup guy and then go get a quad a Tony Walters or Tucker Barnard type guy that has a, a lot of, of 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 major league experience put him in Oklahoma City then if there is an extended period of time figure out which way you want to go there so I think as far as the depth goes I think you would be fine with that I just don't think that's a move that the Dodgers want to make as far as Austin Barnes goes I could be wrong that could. That could be made too sentimental on my part. I've told you several times. In 2019, when Austin Barnes came back down to Oklahoma City, I was on the the grounds crew when Austin Barnes was trying to get his game back together. He was one of the first players I got to talk to. He he just is totally an impressive dude. His work process was impressive. My favorite Dodger from all those perspectives. That's a last dish effort. That that if the Dodgers go down that road, DFAing Austin Barnes. That will be one of the toughest decisions they have ever made, ever, because they love that guy so much. And I've seen it with my own eyes, no doubt about it. Okay, Fiducia can be a backup catcher. I agree, John. Dodgers channeled their inner Lucy, pulling the football away from Toronto's Charlie Brown. That is from, hey, Yasiel Puig, thanks for joining. Random hero, I am too greedy for wanting to go after a mega deal with Milwaukee and go after Burns, Adamas, and Yelich. Yeah, I, I, I would... I'm I'm good with Burns. I'm just going to tell you right there. I'm good with Burns, and, and I'm good with I'm good with Hayward and and Deluca in your outfield with Altman. And if you go get a Rose Arena, something like that, I'm good with that. Jeremy Bird, greatest one two three punch ever. DJ Jesse, 100. percent Yeah, Jeremy Bird is is agreeing with Hep C. Yasiel Puig Gonsolin has a chance to be released. He's only got two years left before free agency, and one of those years. Is rehabbing from Tommy John. Yeah, hey Michael, good evening. Thank you for joining. No other reporter corroborated with with horns that with with what Horn uh, JP said from Dodgers Nation. Yes, I would agree with that. I, my point is, I know I know the people at Dodgers Nation, and I know they would not have ran with that if they did not have a source that is reliable. They ran with what with what they had, the information they had, and when they reported it. It was accurate as far as the information they had. When they backed it up, it was accurate as far as the information they had. So, in my opinion, they did whatever reporter would do. You take the source you have, and you put it out there. And to their to their credit, they had the courage to actually do that, to make that kind of a big stink. So, that that's kind of where I'm at right there. Pepio agent is Boris. Wouldn't he be surprised if he gets traded? I, I'm over the Boris thing. I think the Dodgers are over the Boris thing. The Dodgers showed today the fact that they are more about winning a world championship. They want the best players. They, they, they don't care who the agent is. They are willing to overpay as long as they feel like – if they feel like Ryan Pepio is the best player for that moment for their team, 
they're not going to care who his, his agent is. I think the Dodgers are over that. I think the fact that they have had such a hard time winning in the postseason has eliminated most of that factor. That's the feel I get just from the people that I've talked to. So I'm over that. I think the Dodgers are over that, at least to to a large degree. We'll see. Yeah, but you think they should have published that if it was a, uh, that it was a done deal before it was actually officially announced. That's a good point, Life Journey. I wouldn't disagree with that, that, hey, this is over. That's obviously the information they have. I think they reported the information they had. I think they. I think you're, you're probably right. They could have restated it maybe like, hey, this is what we're getting. Signs are headed towards Toronto, that kind of deal. I, would, I, I can't disagree with you on that. I think you make a great point there, Life Journey. I would agree with that. DMAC is the man. William, I totally agree. DMAC, I say it over and over and over. He is the best Dodgers content creator out there. If you're a Dodgers fan and you're not tuned into Dodgers Nation, if you're a Dodgers fan and you don't watch Dodgers Dugout, if you're a Dodgers fan and, and you don't do anything of that, you're missing out because that because DMAC shows are just terrific. They're absolute as much as I know about baseball and Dodgers baseball, every time I watch him, I I learn something new and an entertaining way. Barnes has blackmail on Friedman. No other explanation makes sense. Hey, Sean, how are you this evening? No doubt about it. My explanation is is that just the work process throughout the years, they love the guy. They're attached to him. It's a sentimental deal, and they feel like they have the room to be sentimental because they have such other great players around him, and they don't have to start him every night. So I think I honestly think that's where that's coming from. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am there. Sean, there's Dodgers 2080 right here. Hoping Lux get – hey, Tim, how are you this evening, man? Thank you so much. Hey, by the way, Tim, you and I need to do a collab on on some of the prospects and the Otani deal and all that. We need to get together and talk. Thank you so much for joining, Tim. Hoping Lux gets his chance. So awful last season with that injury, he's going to get his chance. The Dodgers want Gavin Lux to be the future shortstop because of so many different reasons. One, you know, the, the speed. He, he's a dynamic player. And, the, you know, the the – the controllability, the, the the salary around it. And, hey, he was the best prospect at shortstop in 2019. Tim said this, and he's exactly right. If you'd have told Dodgers fans in 2020 they were turning the shortstop position over to Gavin Lux, they'd have been pumped about it because they saw him play second base, a position he had never played, and he was learning a new position at the major league level, and he looked very uncomfortable because that's the experience the Dodgers have seen from him they kind of soured a little bit, but I, I've had my shows on him. I, I say, I say, hold off on that. Let him play some shortstop, a position he's comfortable with, before at least give him a chance there, and we'll see. Yes, trade Bush while he's got buzz. We need a left, another left-handed bat like we need a root canal. I would agree with that, Matt Kramer. Uh, you, you trade whoever you have. These 25, 26-year-olds, you got to do something with them. Either they have to be an everyday starter for you, or they need to be traded, and you need to get the value out of them right now. No doubt about it. Dodgers need to finish it off. Get Yamamoto. I totally agree with you, Dan H. No doubt about that. Tim from Dodgers 2080, who, by the way, if you haven't checked out Tim's content over there, the prospect coverage is just simply fantastic. The cut, you know, All of his contract stuff, he is with Dodgers Nation forever. Dodgers 2080 is a fantastic fantastic Dodger site to go check out over there. Tim and I 
We cross over on a lot of different things. We're really, really good friends. We communicate quite a bit. So, hey, go over there and check out Tim's site at Dodgers 2080. I know Ryan Falla and Stephen Douglas and Trinidad and all the guys over there, they do a wonderful job. Tim says overpays are almost normal. Now is the time. No doubt, Tim. We've talked about that tonight. Yamamoto, Snell, Cease, or Glass now and sign Ibanaga. I like the left-handed factor of that. It, it doesn't bother me that other than Clayton Kershaw, even if you go get a Yamamoto or whoever, the Dodgers might end up without a lefty. The way that the, the guys turn the ball right, the way the guys turn the ball left, I think that makes pitchers more ambidextrous nowadays than they ever have been. Not having a lefty doesn't bother me whatsoever. You go get the five best pitchers you possibly can. You worry about the, the righty-lefty. Plus, I think one of the big complaints about Dave Roberts is that he plays matchups too much. Just put your best guy out there and let him go. So I think if you don't have a left-hander, it takes the ability of him away from him to play the matchup instead of having your best players out there. So I'm, I'm, not, as, <clears throat> I'm not as worried about not having a lefty, but yes, I would totally agree. Now is the time. Life Journey says Dodgers already won the offseason. Now go big or go home. Again, don't let the snowball stop, man. Keep this snowball rolling. You got the momentum. You got the centerpiece that can recruit everybody else to Los Angeles. Don't let this momentum go away. Take advantage of it. You got to capitalize on this momentum. Now is the time to go big. Finish it off with a couple of not reclamation guys. Finish it off with a couple of number one starters. We need to clear trade these prospects before they have no value. No doubt, William, we've talked about that. Dan H. says, Matt Kramer, yeah, that, get them all. Tommy says, hey, Corey, yeah, no doubt. Uh, okay, so, Brian, hey, Brian Chance, thank you so much for joining. I certainly appreciate I put this together uh, very, very quick on a Saturday night. Got home uh, from having a wonderful date with my, my beautiful bride, and I'm going to go till about, about 11 o'clock, which is about 10 more minutes here because I want to go see my beautiful bride again, but I wanted to come on here and talk Dodgers baseball, so I certainly appreciate everybody joining. It's a bunch of Angels fans switching over to Dodgers fan. Yeah. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for joining every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. Dodgers Dogs Live. Make sure and come back. Don't forget we're holding Miller, Pepio, Sheehan, Stone, Frasso, Knack, and Cop. Cop is not on the 40-man. This is correct, Matt, though. If we can get half a season out of out of a May or a Bueller will be good with one top starter. I've said that, no doubt. I've said it many times, Matt. If the Dodgers stop at one number one starter, they're in great shape. People disagree with me, but when you talk about Bueller is going to hold out until he knows that he can come back with a full pitch count. So that gives a bunch of the rookies a lot of pitching time early in the season, which is great. Bueller gets back. You're probably going to re-sign Kershaw probably somewhere around spring training. So you have him kind of be, to be the mentor guy. So now you have a Bueller. Now you have Bobby Miller, Ryan Pepio, probably a Clayton Kershaw, and then a whole bunch of prospects and rookies. I think you're fine in that scenario, especially if Dustin May does come back. I would totally agree with that. There are some people that wouldn't. Some people think that you need two starters. I, I think it would be nice to have two starters. I don't think that's mandatory, but – 
Having said that, I will say that you have the momentum to go do that. So finish off that momentum. That would be my comment to that. Dodgers were preparing since not signing Seager. No doubt, DJ, I would agree with that. Hepsi, let's do what the Rangers did. Let's go all in. That's in caps. All in is in caps. Totally agree. I've been screaming and shouting on this show tonight because I'm excited. Just about that, no doubt about it. Dan says, Brian J. Chance, I'm I'm both Dodgers and Angels fan. It's a common thing. Fernando Otani retiring as a Dodger and into the Hall of Fame has to really hurt Artie Marino. <laughs> I'm sure it does. John, good evening. Thank you so much for joining. We really need to go get glass now in a Rose Arena. Throw Vargas and Bush in the deal. By the way, Otani is on the phone with Yamamoto as we talk. Yamamoto. Glass now. A Rose Arena. Make it happen. Gonna say it again. Yamamoto. Glass now. A Rose Arena. Make it happen. Glass now. Yamamoto. Go to the top of your rotation. A Rose Arena goes to left field. Johnny DeLuca and Jason Hayward platoon in right field. Dodgers go win a World Series. Let's go, baby. Let's go do it. You have the momentum. Get it done. Let's go. Jeremy Bird says, Gibson's homer was the greatest day of my life. It was my first year of high school. I was 15 years old. I can remember watching it, and it was one of the most exciting moments in the history of of my life as well. It was super exciting. I can remember it like it was yesterday. Dodgers, Tim, this is Tim Tim Rogers again, hoping Lexi, he said hoping Lexi has a chance. Sean says, I think Jesse is right, not going after Seager and maybe Bryce Harper. And how these contracts look now influence Freeman to go out for Otani. Would totally agree with that, Matt Kramer. Moving Vargas is selling low and a right-handed bat. And, and a right-handed back. Don't move him now. Matt Kramer, yeah, right-handed bat. Don't move him now. The only thing I would say to that is he is getting older. And if you don't have everyday playing time for him, I think he might have – as much value now, if you're not going to be able to play him at the major league level in the next 365 days, I don't think he will have more value this time next year as he does right now. I still think right now, if you traded him, even coming off last year, you could make the argument is, is he broke his hand and that he, he just didn't get adjusted properly because of all that. And I think, I think he could still have quite a bit of value. So that would be my counter to that. And and so, hey, Jay, good evening. That's kind of what I'm talking about. I think it would be tough to trade Barnes because I'm not sure there would be a whole lot of suitors out there for him. Dan H. says when yeah, – uh, I was with my – Dan H. says when Gibson hit that home run, I was with my wife at L.A. Kings game. We heard this roar coming from the concession tunnels, no doubt about it. Plus, you know, Gibson just had that kick ass to him. He had that grit to him. That was just awesome to watch. Dan H. also says really like Bobby Miller. He looks like he's built for the long haul. Yes, I, I, I'll tell a story about Bobby Miller. One of the last days in Oklahoma City, I was getting ready to do interviews. And so I, I don't like to bother the guys. I like to wait till they're done. And so I was sitting in the concourse area, then the bleachers were almost in the concourse area. And he was running the bleachers that day. And he ran by me like six times. He ran that entire stadium for, I think it was like an hour and a half. It was the most impressive bit of endurance that I had ever seen. And as he ran by me and as he walks by you, you don't realize how big this guy is. This guy is an absolute total stud. We're talking about Bobby Miller. He is a physical specimen. Okay, so Dan H. says, me as well, we're talking about uh, Gibson's home run. 
Okay, the the Gypsy Dodger. Hey, all right. Thank you so much for joining Gypsy Dodger every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 Central. We go on live with Dodgers Dogs. We'd love you for you to come back. Can you trade guys you a DFA like Brian Hudson, a minor leaguer? That way you clear a spot and get something for a guy you would just be losing. I mean, you're, you're going to go one for one, right? So you know, DFA in a guy doesn't mean you're automatically going to lose them because for another team to pick them up, then they got to put them on their roster, and then they got to do it before return. So even if you do DFA them too, here's another deal. The reason why you DFA them is that you have a week to trade them in that DFA process. So that it doesn't come up to the decision between free agency and actually accepting a minor league assignment and getting placed off of the 40-man until after you've had that week to trade him. So if you take a guy like Brian Hudson, you DFA him, that gives you a week to trade him. And that just kind of ups the ante for it. So I, I think definitely <clears throat> the DFA route would be, be the way to go as far as that goes. But, yes, yeah, you try to get anything back you can for him. But, again, you would have a week to do that if you did DFA him. JC, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, again, Wednesday nights, Monday nights, and Friday nights at 6 o'clock Pacific. Dodgers rotation is a huge red flag they need to fix. We've talked about that. Don't stop now. This is super exciting. I've been hollering and screaming how excited I am all night long. Can't stop. I've said it several different times. I don't want to be a downer. Yes, Shohei Otani was the biggest signing you could make from a million different perspectives for this team. But as far as on the field for 2024, my opinion, it's not the biggest reason why you would or wouldn't win the World Series. That guy will be a number one starter. You still haven't picked up the number one thing that you need the most, which is number one starting pitching. So you still got to go do that. Now you have the momentum. And as I've said, I think Otani gives you the momentum to get over the top of these guys. Barnes is a lifelong Dodger fan, too, says Tommy. I would totally agree. I just don't see them DFA. Could be wrong. I just don't see it. I just think they have the ability to not have to do that because he doesn't have to start every day. Who's to say Hunter Fiducia would be incredibly, you know, just that kind of thing? They're not going to go there unless they have to. That's my opinion of that. J.P. Hornster lost credibility big time. Uh, not with me because he rammed with what he had from sources that were credible, that had been credible in the past. Then he checked with them again, backed them up again. If you report what you've been told from a credible source to me, and, and then you have the courage to actually put it out there, there's not a whole lot else you can do. If that source is wrong and or if the situation changes because it's fluid, kind of like this conference realignment stuff in college. Hey, there's a lot of reporters that say something, it ends up not happening, but that doesn't mean what they said at the time was incorrect. That just means that things are fluid, and by the minute, they actually change. So I can understand if you feel that way. I personally don't. I think the people over at Dodgers Nation are first class. I think they create great Dodgers content, and I consume it, and I feel like a better Dodgers fan because I do, but that's just where I come down from that. Okay, Matt Kramer, you're better than that. Yeah, well, I I, I appreciate that comment, but but I love DMAC. He he is just absolutely the man. John Kazi, Chiba said told Sasaki no. Mr. John Rod seven John, thank you so much for joining. Mr. John Rod seventy seven. I think Barnes is being groomed for a future managerial position. Boy, have a great first of all, catchers, because here's the reason why catchers are the best 
managers. They're the only position group that has crossover, meaning that they have to deal with the pitchers and the position players, right? So they have to deal with every part of the game, and so they have to learn every part of the game. They have to study every part of the game, and they have to learn the discipline and the work ethic to go to all the meetings for both sides of the games. So they understand that grind, and because of that, they, 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 they're almost like a coach on the field. They make great managers. Barnes has that. I have talked to him on a couple of different occasions. I can tell you he would have the perfect, the perfect type of persona, the perfect type of delivery to be a great major league manager. Totally agree with that. And I would totally agree that, that Austin Barnes is going to be just a knockdown, drag out, terrific manager if he wants to do that day, that someday. And also he has that Riverside grit, right? Very gritty young man. So I would totally agree with that. Tim from Dodgers 80. Thank you, Tim. Again, go over and check out all the Dodgers 2080 content. Terrific content over there. He has all of the Rancho stuff. I mean, he has wonderful interviews. They've got a great show going on over there. A great website. Tim does a wonderful job. Plus, he's just a great dude and a great Dodgers fan. I mean, it's just coming from a, a spot in his heart that is legit. It's not like he's just trying to, to you know, throw out clickbait to get people to watch his show. This comes. Tim does this because he is a Dodgers fan. And if he wasn't doing this on YouTube or on his website or whatever it may be, he would just be sitting around talking about the Dodgers anyways. And plus, he has a tremendous amount of knowledge <clears throat> as far as the Dodgers go. So check out Dodgers 2080 and Tim's content over there. He does a wonderful job. He says, let's figure something out for sure. Mr. John Rod 77 says, I still remember the luck silhouette in the outfield. Yeah, don't throw him in the outfield, man. I, I, that was just uh, – I get it why they did that. Let's, let's try to get a stick in the lineup, that kind of thing. Isaiah, good evening, Isaiah. Thank you so much for joining. Again, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 o'clock Pacific, Dodgers Dog Live. Isaiah says, I think we get Imanaga. Dan H. says, get that Bose sound system for Pete's sake. Yeah, no doubt. Isaiah says, Dylan Cease is a Dodger. That would be nice. Jose Perez says, new to the channel, Phillies fan here, but the whole baseball world is watching. Otani, congrats. Well, Jose, thank you so much for joining. And by the way, since you're a Phillies fan, Congratulations on picking up Carson Taylor, one of our hey, – Carson Taylor was drafted in the fourth round of 2020. He is a wonderful young catching prospect. The Phillies just picked him up in the Rule 5, the minor league phase of the Rule 5 draft. He's been a switch hitter out of Virginia Tech, ditched the right side, just left-handed now. What, what is underrated about him is that he has been hurt the last two years. If he can finally get healthy, Carson Taylor – We'll have a chance to make noise in that Phillies organization. So congratulations on picking him up. I'm super excited for Carson. Had a chance to communicate with him, communicate with his dad. Wonderful family. You're going to love watching Carson Taylor. So best of luck to him. Okay, just joined Solbro. Thank you so much for joining. I'll go back and listen from the beginning. What you're going to hear a lot is me being excited about the Dodgers signing Shohei Otani. Let's go, baby. I am so excited about that. I bet they get Cease and Giolito. Yeah, I, I'm more on the Corbin Burns. I'm more on the on the Tyler Glass now, that type of deal. It, Dylan Cease, fine. Okay, I want front-end guys, not back-end guys. That's where I'm at on that. Okay, so as we go on here, I just had my 
I'm going to have to go from the bottom up. Dog Dan says he's a Dodger fan since 1968, man. This is an exciting bait to be a Dodgers fan. I missed Dodgers 28 today, but glad to see Tim here. Mr. John Rod said that. Yeah, me too. Thanks for joining, Tim and Mr. John Rod 77. Philip Joyce says J.P. Hoonster should, be, should owe up and say he made a mistake. Dodgers Daily Rocks. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate those comments. I think what he needs to come out and say is something along that line that uh, as far as, hey, I had the source. I ran with it. It's a reliable source. I'll still use that source in the future. Things change, this kind of deal. <clears throat> and the apology would be, I, I apologize if, if any if it if it got people wrought up and that kind of thing. So I wouldn't disagree with that. I think there's a way you can do that and, and go about it that way. Our young guys are better than Gilito. Deuce, I'm on that, I'm on that wavelength. I'm on that wavelength. That's why I don't want a back end guy. I want a front end guy. I totally agree with that. I think your 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 young guys are better than the reclamation guys or the back end guys you could go get. Oscar Prince Botank MLB Shop released Bauer Dodger gear again. Yes, hello. And that is in, I believe, Japanese language uh, as far as the, the name there. Hello, good evening. Thank you so much for joining. Talking Shohei Otani. Congratulations. Rebo Range. Hey, thank you for joining. That's a new name. Don't recognize. Thank you for joining Dodgers Daily every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 o'clock Pacific. We go live. I think it's best for Otani to join the Dodgers from Japan. Thank you so much. Hey, keep joining Dodgers Daily. We're going to talk three times a week in the offseason. Then we go every day during the season. So going to be a whole lot of fun. $700 million <coughs> over 10 years is definitely a lot of money. Hep C says, let's go get Yamamoto. Get the baseball world even more upset. Scorched earth. Hey, to hell with them. To hell with them. We are the Dodgers. Let's go win a World Series. Let's make this snowball bigger. And let's go get it. Dodgers signed former Padre pitcher Chris Matt to minor league contract. Hey, DJ, I'm glad you brought that up. Probably going to get a chance to see him in Oklahoma City. Interesting because he's been both a starter and a reliever. So it'll be interesting, first of all, to see if if how the Dodgers use them. My guess is when they take these AAA guys, usually they put them in a starting role just to get them the most amount of innings and the most amount of exposure to get them – the most ready for the major league. So I think Chris Matt will probably start the season as a starter and we'll go from there. So that's exciting too. We'll see. We'll see. But having said that, I'll, I'll say this. The, these these younger guys like Frasso, Knack, Kyle Hurt, these guys are dynamite. For Chris Matt to be better than them, I know it's a name you've heard of and it's a major league name and all that. For him to be better than those guys – He's going to have to be pretty damn good because those guys are good. Lynn SGE says, hey, Lynn, thank you for joining. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Of course, this is a special edition for Otani. Lynn SGE says, Seager, we want you back. Okay, so let's keep going on with some comments here. Emma says, hi from Japan. Hey, thank you so much for joining, Emma, and I hope you come back three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pacific, each week and thank you so much for joining deuce that's 400 million for the bat 300 million for the arm yeah and and the tens of millions of dollars the dodgers are going to make on his branding then if you win three or four world series during his term how much money does that make your franchise so this stands to make way more back than the 700 million that you spent dan a says got my heart broken 69 when on the last day of the season the giants won 
knocked the Dodgers out. Braves won the West. Braves played the Mets. Mets won the World Series, first year divisional playoffs. Michael Negrete says, hey, Michael, good evening. Thank you so much for joining. I'm going to miss J.D. Martinez. Yeah, uh, it's going to make the sting a little bit less having Shohei Otani there and said, also, need to make a play for Woodruff. Woodruff, I, I wouldn't disagree. It's going to be tough. Here's the problem you have with that, William. You're already over two on your 40-man spots. So <clears throat> right now as we speak, for Joe Kelly and Shohei Otani, you got to clear two spots in your 40-man, either via trade or DFA. So if you add Woodruff, that's now a third guy. And with a 40-man roster that is already just so loaded, do you want to add a guy to that 40-man that you don't know that you're actually going to get anything out of? You know you're not going to get anything out of, at least for half of next year. Do you want to take that chance when your 40-man is already over two spots? That's where it makes Woodruff tough. That's where I could see them passing on him. I think in any other scenario, if you had actually those spots open, it would make sense. I just think you're so tight right now <clears throat> that I'm not sure how much sense that actually makes at this point. But we'll see. I mean, but but I think he's definitely a good pitcher and probably still has some major league innings left in him. So as we keep going on here, Williams says, also need to make a play for what you have. Okay, will they get Yamamoto? Manila 27, thank you so much for joining. And again, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 o'clock every week. Thank you so much uh, for joining tonight. I think getting Otani, I've said this a couple times, as we get new people coming into the lobby, we'll, we'll say this, we'll, we'll, we'll keep talking about this. I think getting Otani makes every other free agent and every other trade target want to come to the Dodgers that much more. Getting Otani just gave you an infinite amount better chance at landing Yamamoto, and the front office just gave you every piece of evidence that you need as a Dodgers fan to know they are all in. So this signing for Shohei Otani is not just getting him. I think it sets you up to get all these other guys as well. So I would say right now I would favor the Dodgers to get Yamamoto, no doubt about it. Oscar Prince Botang parking 100 duck, bucks ticket 300 Dodgers dogs, $30 Michelotis, Michelotis 50 bucks, Dodgers dogs 30 bucks, yes. Prices are going to increase, no doubt about it. That is the downfall to it. That's that that's what makes it tough, but I mean, there's a trade-off to everything, so th this is the way the Dodgers went, no doubt. Blair Ogden, Blair, thank you so much for joining. As a Blue Jays fan, you guys got a good player. Yes, and I've mentioned, Blair, that I felt like that, that Toronto had a lot to offer. Shohei Tani, in, in terms of fit, it's, an orga it's a great organization. And during that time of year, it's great weather. It's a dome. It's a position to where I think he could – he could feel very comfortable as far as how he was covered by the media. He could be a national hero, all that type of stuff. So I do think the Toronto thing was real. I think it was serious competition. At the end of the day, the Dodgers were just not going to be outbid. They've wanted Shohei Tani for a year and a half. They were going to do whatever it took to get him. And in the end of the day, they got it done. Great show and enjoy your knowledge of the Dodgers. Thank you, City Lady LA. I certainly appreciate you joining we love bringing you these shows. We get to see all the prospects. We get to see inside how this – the cool thing about the position that Austin and I and Tim that we're in, we get to see how the organization is ran from the ground up. So by the time these guys make the major leagues, 
we know exactly how all this is ran. We know how they grew up. And so we have a pretty good perspective of how things are going to be treated and how people are thinking and all that kind of stuff. So I certainly am glad that you enjoy it, and I am glad that you you, you took the time to comment with those wonderful comments. I don't get why they re-signed Hayward. Well, because if you look at his war and you look at the way they produced last year, <clears throat> I think that they found <clears throat> that his contract as far as a free agent, as far as how much he cost versus the production he gave last year, is probably the, the, the most amount of sense as far as the cheapness of it. And here's also the big one right here, Oscar. The reason why they did it is because they can continue to platoon him and only put him in situations against right-handers that are going to allow him to have the best chances at success. So there's every reason to believe that Jason Hayward will continue to get better as a Dodger because he's only going to be in situations and in matchups that totally favor him. So I think that's why they brought him back. Plus, he's he's great in the clubhouse. He's definitely a Dodgers culture type of guy. Hep C says Otani jerseys will sell out quick, no doubt. Dan H. Ticks are going to be tough to get, no doubt. Jeremy Bird, much love Dodgers fans, no doubt about that. Blair says as a Blue Jays, yeah, got a good player. Carlos, $300 million for Yamamoto. Yep, it's running up there. When I talked to Mike Salas, who was one of the first guys to be on Yamamoto, and I had the receipt, it's on Dodgers Daily. He wrote an article about him a long time ago. He said he wouldn't be surprised if it got up to 250, 275. Would not be surprised if it gets up to 300. The Dodgers will pay what they have to pay to get Yamamoto. If they feel like Yamamoto is a number one starter, they will pay what they have to pay to get Yamamoto. No doubt about it. I am totally convinced about that. Akimoto says we need Yamamoto too. I would agree with that, Craig. No doubt. The Dodgers did it. We are celebrating. This show. I don't know how much content it is, <laughs> but this is this is literally me popping the bubbles and popping the, the, the cork off and, and having a champagne party. This is just simply a celebration. This is, guys, remember where you're at. Remember this day. This was a historic day. This was a historic day to be a Dodger. This was one of the best days in the history of Dodgers baseball. Signing Shohei Otani. Because of all the ramifications of who you signed, the markets that you're bringing up, the excitement, all of that, yes. But then, because he's great on the field, yes, that's part of it. But then, because he's the recruiting tool to get you all the other pieces in here to win a World Series. Enjoy it. I'm not exaggerating. This is one of the greatest days to be a Dodger. Please rejoice in that, and please take a minute to soak it in and say, you know what, this is pretty damn awesome. I'm just going to enjoy today and just have a hell of a good time with it. Today is that day to do that with. Okay, Dodgers did it, no doubt about it. What are the ticket prices since the Otani announcement? Yep, probably going to go up. Hayward was trash in the playoffs. Yes, he struggled in the playoffs as everybody did. He was 0 for 7. Hayward has not been a good lifetime playoff hitter. If that is your argument with Jason Hayward, I have nothing for you, Oscar. I, I have absolutely nothing for you. You are 100% correct on that. Should we go after Snell, Stroman, or Montgomery? I would say Montgomery. Snell. Snell's too long of an overpay. I don't mind the overpay in prospect capital. I don't mind the, the length with Otani because a lot of it's deferred, and I just think there's – I don't mind it, and it but, boy – 
Snell's a tough one. If the Dodgers think that it's worth it, then I'll trust them. But it's a tough one. I can't give you a defense. I know I'm riding the fence on that. I would probably say no on Snell. I would say yes on Montgomery. I would say absolutely not on Stroman. And that's where I would come down on those three. It sucks to hear Phillips says it sucks to be an Angels fan. Should have traded Shohei for prospects now. They're left with nothing. Said that at the trade deadline. No doubt about it. Should have absolutely traded Shohei Otani. But again, when the trade deadline hit, they were like three games back. How do you explain to your fans that you're only three games back from the wild card and you have, you know, of course, Shohei got hurt too. But how, how do you give up on the season when you're three games back? That's the difficult position the wild card has put these, these, these organizations in. If you're seven or eight games back without that extra wild card spot, it's a lot easier. So that's kind of the weird position guys are in. Deuce says sign Hayward so they could move Mookie to second base. Yep. I heard opening day is starting out close to like 400 bucks. It wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt about that. Carlos, I was at Hobby Lobby when I heard the news. Yes, remember where you're at because this is a historic day. No doubt about it. For me, it was when they signed <clears throat> Manny Ramirez because that's when I became a Dodgers fan. Yeah, that was a great day too. John Cozy says 100%. Manny Wood, yeah. Otani and Sasaki fronting the rotation in 2025. I've heard Snell losing speed on fastball. Yes. There's a lot of FIP and advanced metrics, Dan, that would show you, that would suggest that Snell's getting ready to regress. Just going to say that point blank. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but the way that, that organizations are doing, and Austin's really good at this, they're, they're trying not to use past results, and they're trying to use advanced metrics that actually predict future results that have actually worked in the past. When you're talking about FIP and XFIP, they all suggest that Blake Snell is going to regress and that if you pay him, I agree, Deuce. It, it shows, as Deuce is saying, that Snell would be fool's gold. That's where I'm at. I, mean, I think that's probably where the Dodgers would be at with him. Need to trade for Dylan Cease. Yeah, uh, I, would, I wouldn't hate that. Uh, I would rather get the guy I want, if I had my druthers, would be Corbin Burns. Go get Corbin Burns. I think I would like Tyler Glass now and Randy Rosarina. I think – you go get Yamamoto, you know, not necessarily glass now, but two of the, those three pitchers, if you get if you get Corbin Burns, if you get uh, Yamamoto and Randy Rosarina, that would be my three guys I would get right now. Those are the three guys that I would target. Would trade for Corbin Burns, no doubt about it. So, again, my three targets would be Corbin Burns, Randy Rosarina, and Yoshinibo Yamamoto. Hey, guys, it is past my bedtime. It is almost midnight here in Oklahoma. This has been a super amount of fun. I appreciate you guys joining me and allowing me to celebrate this wonderful day to be a Dodgers fan. Isn't this great? Can can I get a go Dodgers from everybody in the lobby? This is just a wonderful day. Time to call today. Let me say it one more time. Yes, keep Dalton rushing. No doubt about it. Let me say it one more time. Thank you for tuning in. Go Dodgers. They did it. They got Shohei Otani.